Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a Thursday, which means let's head out to the WGK Law guest hotline where on the line is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. And Baldy, thanks as always for joining us. Let's start with the Ravens game against the Texans. And what did you see them do differently in the second half that, that they weren't doing in the first against Houston? Mm, well, I think they, they kind of saw uh, some of the blitzes that were coming at them, and they were a lot more prepared for that. Uh, they made him pay. And then Lamar just, uh, you know, he, he just made great decisions, much better decisions with the ball, uh, whether it was to run to extend plays, um, find the open receiver. I mean, he was he, he looked indefensible in the second half of that game. And so, you know, he even said that, you know, whether you call it rust or whatever, I mean, he needed to get back into a flow of a game. And it took him a half and probably uh, a few things at halftime that were said to kind of get everybody alert that this is what we're going to do. And so I just felt like they were just much sharper, not anything different. I don't think it was a lot of game plan things. But I think it was just, okay, let's just execute here. We have everything it takes to beat this team, and they did. They beat those guys decisively, Baldy, attempting one pass that traveled 20 yards in the air. Can yep. that sort of formula be replicated against Kansas City? Uh, it wasn't like they weren't looking for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Houston yep. played their safety seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be replicated. It's a lot, It's harder. It's harder without explosive plays. There's no question. You can't make mistakes. You can't take negative plays. You can't put yourself in tough predicaments. It's harder, but they can still do it if, you know, I mean, if, if Steve Spagnuolo plays that style like he did against Buffalo and they're not going to let them get mm-hmm. explosive plays, then you kind of got to take what the defense gives you at the same time. Baldy, uh, we were going over the stats yesterday comparing these two defenses, and they mirror each other in a lot of different ways, and both units kind of struggle against the run near the bottom in terms of yards per carry allowed. Uh, what defense are you more concerned about getting gashed by the run? Well, you got to see, you know, you have to look kind of a little closer to the run. You can just look at total yards or rush average and say, okay, they're not at the top of the, the charts, and they're not. But at the same time, I mean, the Ravens line up basically in a cover two shell. I mean, they're not an eight-man front team mm-hmm. uh, the way a lot of teams are to say, well, okay, we're going to stop the run. I mean, you've got to run the Ravens out of that. Like, you know, like the Rams opened up that game in week 14. They ran the first nine plays of the game. And so they sort of they ran the, the Ravens out of that. The, the Chiefs, 
Like, I think they'll give you, like, they gave it to, uh, the Bills a lot of rush yards last week. They allowed Josh Allen to run for 72 yards. James Cook got some. But they didn't, they didn't get beat by the run. And so that's really where it is. You know, can, can they run it when they have to run it? And if they are running it effectively, are they scoring any points? That's really kind of what you have to ask yourself. Teams, if they lead the league in, you know, number one rushing defense, okay, that's good. Everybody loves doing that. But not at the expense of giving up explosive plays down the field. We're talking to Brian Baldinger. It's Inside Access here on The Fan. Earlier this week, Lamar Jackson said to be the man, you got to beat the man. The man is Patrick Mahomes, 13-3 and yeah. in the playoffs. The Ravens do have him at home, though. Did you feel like the Ravens – is your lean towards the Ravens in this game? I'm leaning towards the Ravens, but not because they're at home. Like, I don't think the home field matters. Uh, I think, you know, the Chiefs went to Buffalo. It's not going to be any louder or, you know, a better atmosphere in Baltimore than it was in Buffalo. I mean, Baltimore will be ready. The fans will be ready. All that stuff. But, I, you know, they, they play with a silent count. Uh, sometimes it's hard to hear in Kansas City when they have the ball, to be honest with you, the way the fans make noise there. So I think the atmosphere, they'll handle that. Uh, but I just think the Ravens have been a better team start to finish all year long. They've been consistently a good defense. The offense has steadily improved throughout the season. They've taken on every good team, whether home or away, and disposed of them. They've just have been a more consistent, better team. Now, if you say it's just a one-game schedule, um, and that's what it is right now, all right, uh, Lamar is exactly right. If you want to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And he knows, and the Ravens know that as well. And Patrick's ability to extend play, see the field, eyes of a hawk, all that stuff is, is what they have to defend this week. Travis Kelsey, a lot's been made of his relationship and of his season, maybe not being the most, you know, Kelseyist Kelsey season of all. Yeah. I do know this, though, Baldy, in the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes, um, yeah. he's got 1,400 receiving yards from Patrick Mahomes just in the playoffs. 17 touchdowns, yeah. one interception, a 140 passer rating throwing to Kelsey in the playoffs. He averages eight catches for 88 yards and a touchdown over 16 playoff games. Can Kyle Hamilton do this job on him? How do they do this job on him? Well, I don't. You know, they're not a matchup team like that. They, I, I don't believe. Now that Mike, Mike McDonald might change. Mm-hmm. He might put Kyle Hamilton on him. I mean, they, he's got a guy. He's he's got that kind of length that you want to cover somebody like Travis. I don't. It's not really what they do. They're a matchup zone team. Um, Kelsey has seen every defense that's ever been designed by man to try to slow him down. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it, it rarely works. So I, I don't think they're going to do anything special. I mean, their matchup zone is difficult to defend. Uh, you've got to hit them on timing. You've got to put the ball in, in great placement. Um, you've got to do it under duress when the Ravens are coming after you and they got a free hitter coming at you. It forces you to, to be almost perfect. I think that's kind of what the Ravens will try to do unless he really stings them early. And then I think they'll have a plan B ready if something like that happens. Let's get to the NFC Championship, Baldy. The Lions, seven-point underdogs in this one, but could you see them pulling off the upset? Absolutely. Absolutely, just because of their mindset, just to be aggressive. Um, they will do things that you least expect in any situation. I mean, there was a couple of weeks ago where they had a game, all you had to do is just run the ball, run the ball, run the clock out, and here they are throwing it to secure uh, the fact that you're not going to have a timeout left. I mean, 
they, they're they unconventional in how they attack. And they're very talented. Um, and Ben Johnson, probably going to get a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably worthy of it, too. But this is a very talented team. And defensively, that's kind of where they got to make their bones, I think. Because I think, I think they'll score. I mean, I, I haven't seen the 49ers just be a shutdown defense this year. They, they, they haven't been like that up front. So I feel like it, it's up to, you know, D- Detroit's defense now and whether they can contain McCaffrey and, and pressure uh, Brock Purdy and maybe do it without, you know, Debo Samuel. I, I think that's where it comes into play. And that's, that's Aaron Glenn's game. They have a lot of ways to attack the quarterback. They've got a lot of – they play a lot of safeties. They've got a, a lot of good blitz concepts. Um, they've got some good pass rushers inside and outside. Uh, that's going to be the challenge to me is can they keep San Francisco, you know, under 28 points? So I think if they do, they can definitely win this game. I kind of think if, if that does happen, and I'm, I, I, I think the Lions are very live, I kind of wonder if Aiden Hutchinson becomes the breakout sort of player. You know what I mean? He's known to football fans. We know how highly he was drafted. Mm-hmm. But with what he's doing, right, it's hard for me to see the Lions winning that game, and he's not. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ripping that right side of that that San Francisco offensive line to shreds, like, I kind of feel like he's a guy who might make a major jump up to like national advertisements and all that stuff if he keeps playing the way he's playing. Yeah, Chase, you know, it's interesting. Uh, they move him around a lot. I mean, when he lines up over the guard, it's not often, but when he does, he almost always wins. And so then you go, okay, well, who's going to play outside? And that's, you know, that's another situation. <laughs> but they'll, they'll play him. He's the piano man. He plays up and down the line. Uh, they, they kind of figure out where he's going to win the matchups, I would say he's got a better chance over Colton McKivitz and, you know, John Feliciano mm-hmm. than he does against Trent Williams. So they're, they're aware of that. Um, the, the, the big key for, honestly, um, for Aiden is, you know, can McNeil and some of those guys inside get good push and really affect Brock Purdy? And if that happens where he's got to move or he can't step up, then I think Aiden Hutchinson could be a real factor. But I'm with you. I, I think – um, both Hutchinson and Branch, I, 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 I do this mm-hmm. little TV show there in Detroit every week. 
Hutch and Branch, like Starsky and Hutch. And, <laughs> like those two guys, they're just so good at what they do and how they do it. Baldy, always great, man. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks, brother. Yeah, likewise, guys. Enjoy. That was Odyssey NFL Insider Brian Baldinger. Insider Calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Let's get back to Patrick Mahomes being able to blitz him. Is he on his way to being possibly the greatest postseason quarterback ever? We'll talk about all this next here on The Fan. Inside Access. On the pocket, on the run, to the end zone. It's caught on his back. Valdez Scantling. Here's Mahomes. Look at underhand, and he throws it for the touchdown. Quick throw. Tony's got it. Tony walks in. Touchdown, Kansas City. As all day, now some rushers come. Going to throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. At the end of the day, we want to compete. We want to go out there and win. We don't care how it's done. We don't care if we have a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. We just want to win. And when you have a bunch of guys that that really want to win, no matter what it takes, um, and no matter who gets the shine, that's when you get the great football teams. I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even a, it's a no brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up and coming greats, just going toe to toe. You know, like a heavyweight fight. Bunch of uh, Patrick Mahomes highlights, and you hear from Mahomes, and then you heard from Lamar Jackson, who says, I don't like competing against him at all. But he does say, look, to, this is like a heavyweight fight with these two quarterbacks. And Patrick Mahomes, who already, if he retired tomorrow, is in the Hall of Fame. And Lamar Jackson, who's on an absolute Hall of Fame track. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you put it out there yesterday, Jason, 13-3 and so far in the playoffs. And as you said earlier, he gets better in the postseason. It's ridiculous. Most people tail off in the playoffs because the weather has changed and we're deep in a season and you're beat up and you're playing the best defenses around and you've played a full season and everybody has a beat on you and your tendencies. And he's the highest rated passer in NFL history in the postseason, 106.7. You really can't find anybody in the modern era over 100. Aaron Rodgers is right at 100. Kurt Warner's at like 101, but Kurt Warner's body of work was not as robust and long as some others. Um, Patrick Mahomes has played at least two playoff games. Every year he's been a full-time starter. He's played three playoff games in five straight years. Of his 16 career playoff games, he has a 105 rating or higher in 11 of those 16. He has at least two touchdowns in 12 of those 16 games. Um, He's already sixth in all-time postseason touchdowns passes with 38. And in his last eight playoff games, since losing a Super Bowl to Tom Brady in Tampa, he's 7-1 in the playoffs, completing 70.3% of his passes for 2,237 yards. That's 280 a game. 21 touchdowns, three interceptions, and a 113.3 rating in his last eight playoff games. Um, In his career, when you blitz him in the playoffs, he's got 13 touchdowns, one interception, and a 111.4 rating. And um, look, it's just different, and he's special, and he's even more athletic, much more athletic than Tom Brady, and, and he can do things physically that Tom Brady couldn't, and he's already winning in the postseason at a rate that even the great Tom Brady, like, this guy goes in a championship game every year, and I know Brady was too, but but Brady wasn't like this at the beginning. 
No. Brady was pulled along like a Ben Roethlisberger the first couple of years. Like, Patrick Mahomes has been a playoff demon since he started playing playoff football games. And he's been winning games with individual brilliance in a way consistently over a full season, 16 games, that we've never seen before in this league. Tom Brady had great defenses during that initial dynasty when the three Super Bowls in four years and Corey Dillon you know, always had strong running backs as well. Where Mahomes, I mentioned this earlier, there's times, really regular season, postseason, you go to the Texans playoff game. Texans led that game 24 to nothing. And then the Chiefs were winning at halftime, 28-24. And you mentioned the Tennessee AFC Championship. What he did where, after the two-minute warning alone against Buffalo yes, three years ago. It's, it's remarkable with Mahomes, the game is never over. And his numbers going up. And, and the passer rating higher in the postseason than it is in regular season. The rushing way up uh, compared to the regular season. He's he's a freak. I mean, that's just what it is. He's a freak. But Jason, you dug into the numbers a little well, bit. You can there. He's not as good against the blitz as he used to be. Well, this year, and I think a lot of it has to do with the state of their offensive line and and the tackles in particular. He's been mortal against the blitz, and from 2018 to 2022, it's an unprecedented run. He had 54 touchdowns to six interceptions, completed 66% of his passes for nine yards in attempt with a 121.3 rating just against the Blitz over those seasons. This year, he was the 16th rated passer against the Blitz, only 92.9 rating, six touchdowns to two interceptions, only seven yards and not nine per attempt. And as we know, the Ravens were the number one defense in a lot of things, and Blitz efficiency was one of them. The Ravens had the lowest opposing passer rating in the NFL when they blitzed. They had the lowest yards per attempt against them in the NFL when they blitzed. The second lowest completion percentage. The third lowest TD to INT ratio. So, yes, I, I think that there will be times when he brings five. I'm interested to see how often is it six. Does he lean into six a little bit more? Maybe the occasional seven if you're really feeling ballsy. But I, I, I do think it's going to take more than just a four-man rush in critical moments to impact the game, and I do think those tackles can be had a little bit. Um, and I think Patrick Queen from the second level, Arthur Millette, Kyle Hamilton, Marlon Humphrey from the slot, uh, those guys are going to have they're going to pick their spots, but I, I think they can get home, and it doesn't have to be a sack. It just has to be getting them off the field on a third and long, which also could obviously – trigger his legs, and it's not just about stopping the pass, but it's also about bringing him to the ground when you get an opportunity. Well, get him off the field, but more importantly, force some turnovers. And Patrick Mahomes, he's gone three straight games now without an interception, where prior to that, he didn't have back-to-back games this season without an interception. We had Sal Palantonio on earlier in the show, and I didn't even realize it. Five straight playoff games without an interception. If he doesn't throw a pick on Sunday, that's an He's NFL the first record. quarterback in NFL history to have three straight playoff games with no sacks and no turnovers. That's, uh, so impressive. is he due for a regression, yeah, or I, yeah, it, is it, are you playing the ultimate monster? And you're going against a team that led the league in turnovers and sacks and didn't yep. get either a week ago. Yeah, and you're against the Chiefs team that's number one in sack rate allowed. Now, they're 27th in pressure, which tells you what? The quarterback is a football genius. The quarterback bails them out.
Because the tackles aren't nearly as good as they used to be. Nope. <laughs> it will come back. Purple rain in the forecast. The coordinator spoke today. We'll hear from Todd Monken and Mike McDonald next here on The Fan. 1057 The Fan. Severe, Severe weather, weather alert. alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. I don't know. We just played better. You know, we just executed better. We got a few plays that kind of got us going. Momentum's a powerful thing. You know, when you're you're moving it, you're getting stops. You're making adjustments during the first half. Now, you are collectively as a staff talking through things, what you want to get to, what we haven't gotten to. That's a little easier um, to take a breath. But, I don't know, there's been... It wasn't like even in the second half that we weren't talking. Does that make sense? So, it's ongoing. Halftime's a part of it. What you do during the week's a big part of it. What you're doing during the game's a part of it. What you want to get to's a big part of it. Um, momentum's a big part of it. And, um, like my wife says, I don't know why you just don't call the plays at work. It just seems that simple. I mean, just why would you call anything but the plays that work? I said, you're right, honey. As usual, you're right. Oh, I've had found myself saying you're right, honey, on numerous occasions. That was Todd Munkin talking about when to make adjustments. Obviously, on Monday, one of the big talking points was the halftime adjustments that were made, an offense that looked awful, honestly, at the end of the first half. Lamar got sacked on back-to-back plays, came out cooking in the third quarter. Look, they he got rid of the ball more quickly. He leaned even more into finding his hots and letting them do the work. Um I think there was a little more symmetry and synergy among the offensive line. They stopped rotating tackles. They simplified some things. And D'Amico Ryans honestly didn't really adjust on the other side. They just kept blitzing and blitzing and blitzing. They blitzed 72% in the first half, 82% in the second half. Even while they were getting gouged in the second half, they just stuck with it. And the Ravens could run inside, run outside with Lamar. And the, the quick passing game, was a problem. That's what it was. I mean, the quick passing game, and you saw that immediately in the Ravens' first drive of the second half. Uh, boom to Aguilar. Boom to Isaiah Likely. They went right down the field. I mean, look, touchdown, 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 field goal. That was their four drives in the second half. Seven-minute methodical yeah, drive. Two seven-minute drives. Took the yeah, life yeah. out of the other team. Yeah, took the took away their will to uh, compete. Let's go to Mike McDonald, and the defensive coordinator says, when we need someone to say something, we look to Roquan. I mean, he's he's the guy we look to. You know, when when we need something to be said, he, he knows what to say and when. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I think I think you know what's unique about him is what shows up on the field is backed up all the talk. When you play the style of football that he plays, you know it's contagious, and the guys see it, and it pops off off the screen. Uh, when you talk about expectations and playing like a Raven, you know that's what it is. What did Harbaugh say earlier this week? He was he was born to be a Raven, just didn't know it yet until yeah. they acquired him, and he is starting to give off some serious Ray Lewis vibes yep. now. You, you, he's going to have to get to the big game, and he's sixty minutes away. 
I could only imagine what, like how quickly his heart will be pounding and the adrenaline rush he's going to be experiencing when he's breaking that huddle down. Uh. And I hope the Ravens win the toss. And if they do, I'm pretty sure they're going to defer and he's going to get that defense out on the field while the crowd is still going crazy because Andrews is playing and he's announced and T-Sizzle's there with the Bane mask and Ray squirreling it up and everybody's going nuts. And like, yeah, I think that Roquan Smith will be like, this is this is the culmination of my life's work before I even knew I wanted to be a professional football player, but loved playing football and loved running around in the backyard and loved hitting people. Like to be now at home in a game this city hasn't hosted since seventy one against that team, against that quarterback in our backyard. Like I can't even imagine oh. Like the 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 just the blood flowing through his veins, and, and Jason, you also got to consider he came from a dumpster fire yes, organization in the Bears, yeah. and now he's sixty minutes away from playing a Super Bowl. I I believe he played in the double doink game, but I think, yeah. I think he had never won a playoff game yeah, until that, until this, yeah, uh, that, last week. That was his only postseason game of his career, and now he's on the doorstep of a Super Bowl. The double doink game that was a fun one. Uh, uh, let's go more Mike McDonald. Looking at Patrick Mahomes, he says it's tough to find strengths to take away. Well, it's a long list uh, of the stuff that he does well. If we had the answer, um, if people the answer was out there, you know, he probably wouldn't be in this game, you know, so uh, or have the consistent success that he's had. So, uh, hats off to them and and the type of player he's an ultimate competitor. Uh, so, you know, we have our hands full. It's a great challenge. Jason, we've talked about Mahomes a lot, and you've you've articulated just how good he is in the playoffs, and just how good he is. Period. You know, guys, Lamar said he's a Hall of Famer already. He's a, you, you he's, it's a tough task. It's a tough task, but this year teams have been able to hold them down in the red zone. Um, now I think they're leaning more into the run game and Pacheco and what that's like for the Ravens. We'll, we'll see. Um, but the reason. If you take everything, take out the cheetah, take out drops, all that stuff, if you really boil it down, they went from being a historically dominant red zone offense for the most of the Andy Reid Mahomes era to 19th in red zone efficiency this year. Uh, that's, I mean, and the Ravens have been a dominant red zone defense all year long, especially. At home. I mean, the only team that's got them really at home was one half of the Cleveland Browns. The only, like, the Rams. The Rams moved the ball on them for four quarters. That's happened once all year at home. Um, and if they can, look, if they if they can force a couple of field goals, obviously, duh, keeping Kelsey from having yeah. two or three touchdown receptions is going to be huge in this game. He had two last week. They won the game. Let's get one more from Mike McDonald. How we fight the changing packages of the Chiefs. Well, yeah, I mean, anytime people are changing personnel on you, you got to make the decision, Are we? how are we going to match it with the people that we're going to put on the field? So uh, without giving you the answer of how we're going to do it, um, those are the decisions you have to make. And then, you know, where you're, where the stress is of the calls you're going to make and things like that. So, um, and a lot of times, you know, it's going to morph and evolve over the course of the game. After you make a decision, you kind of see how they make their decision. You're kind of playing off one another um, as the game starts to unfold. So, you know, we have an initial plan on how we're going to play it, and then you know, obviously it'll evolve as, as the game starts to declare itself. You just have fingers crossed that Kadarius Tony and, and McCole Hardman are part of those packages because they, 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 they like to put the <laughs> ball on the ground. They have issues. Yeah. They have issues securing the ball. They, they like to knock the ball to the other team. Um, 
Yeah, I, my suspicion is Andy Reid comes out on the road, especially all the things we just talked about. It's going to be crazy. Um, Roquan Smith and those guys are going to be fired up. I think he's going to come out in 13 personnel. That's one running back and three tight ends. And I think he's going to try to do what Sean McVay did in that Rams game, the one team that moved the ball for four quarters in Baltimore against the Ravens. And that is get heavy and run and run and run and see if he can get McDaniel to take uh, McDonald. I did it again. See if he can get McDonald to take a corner or a safety or one of each off the field and put a D tackle in and put another linebacker in and then try to throw the ball. And I, again, I don't think this is going to be him coming out to show off Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I think it's going to be him coming out to show off Pacheco on early downs when you think we're running, when our personnel indicates we're running, and we're still running, and we're running fairly effectively. Yeah, I was going to say that we're way past that point, right, where Andy Reid realized it a month, two months ago, where this isn't a high-flying team. It's by any means necessary winning this football game to try and get back to the Super Bowl and repeat, and that's leaning into Pacheco. That's leaning into those type of packages, and it's kind of the chess match of coaching game in and game out. Not everything's going to go according to plan for Mike McDonald, and it's about adjusting to the adjustments. Hey, uh, the injury report came out earlier. If you're just tuning in, Mark Andrews practicing full for the fourth straight practice. Marlon Humphrey limited. Delshawn Phillips limited. Tylen Wallace limited. Rocky Asin went from limited yesterday to did not practice today. So the Ravens are relatively healthy. They also waived Jeremiah Moon today, which creates a spot on the roster for Mark Andrews. The other thing that sort of indicates is that despite the fact that Phillips has been limited for two days, I think they expect him to play because he would replace Moon's on, Moon on teams. Yeah, I think we know exactly where this is going personnel wise, and then it'll be it'll be you know obviously fascinating to see what Mark Andrews' role is. Is it just initially third downs? Is it third down in red zone, or do the Ravens come out in a twelve personnel yeah. setting with two tight ends who both are running routes, maybe even running routes intermediate or deeper, and do they throw a wrinkle at the Chiefs that nobody's really seen? Because likely in and Andrews haven't been on the field together since very early in a home game against Cincinnati half a season ago. We'll come back, get the text of the day, preview a huge show tomorrow where we'll be at Maryland Live Hotel and Casino, and also get you ready for BFD with the bone at 6 here on The Fan. Oh, a wild Thursday, and it's only going to get crazier tomorrow. What's up? Jimmy's Chicken Shack. I don't know. This might be a first. They're on the list. Are they? I don't hear the shack much anymore. Uh, yeah, I haven't the heard shack. this. I love the shack. I haven't heard this in a while. The long shack time. back at Hammerjacks back in the day? Uh, weren't they supposed to reopen Hammerjacks? Oh, no, this is Jeff Buckley, Eternal Life, but it sounds like that Jimmy Chicken Shack song, now that I think of it. You're just saying words. Huh? Especially the No, dog. what is the Jimmy Chicken Shack song? The one that got played on MTV. I never thought about it before, but it sounds just like this. Uh, anyway, Jeff Buckley's a legend. Jimmy Chicken Shack are local legends. And let's let's get the text of the day. A lot of J's. Check one, two. Check. Check. Oh. So this text comes from Hector in Falston uh, with Andrews coming back from injury. Do you expect to see more two tight end sets or letting Andrews slot right back into tight end number one? I, I think we, I think that Isaiah likely has earned being on the field. It makes sense to take advantage of having both of them. Yeah, I mean, again, the 11 or 10-plus games that these two were both healthy for, um, 
They were only on the field together for 11% of Lamar Jackson's drop back. So they were on the field for 11% of their pass plays. Uh, That's a number that I think could easily be doubled moving forward. Uh, Maybe even more than that. Does that happen this first game? You know, how much of a pitch count, if any, is Andrews on? You know, and and even Andrews himself might not know what he's going to feel like through the course of three hours of football. Um, having him available, though, certainly it, it, it presents problems for the Chiefs, and you have to account for him, and they're going to have the same questions we have. And, yeah, I mean, you sacrifice the fullback here or there. You sacrifice a third receiver here or there to make sure these two guys are on the field. Uh, absolutely, especially on third down, especially in the red zone. That, that's where I was going. I, my biggest question is, what, what is his pitch count? And if he has one, yeah, you definitely want him on the field during those important parts of the game. Third down in red zone because Mark Andrews, six touchdowns on the year. Isaiah Likely's got six touchdowns since Andrews went down. Those are two huge red zone targets. What do we have on tomorrow's show, Bun? Tomorrow's show, we're going to be at Maryland Live, so come on out. Say hi. Todd well, Heap's going to be there. Todd Heap will be there. What, 5 o'clock hour, Jason, yes. I believe? Yes. Mel- Melissa Kim will be joining us. Ravens, they have another media availability tomorrow early, so we'll hear from Melissa afterwards. Ariel Epstein will get our best bets with her. She's going to be in Baltimore, right, for the yeah. AFC Championship, Yeah, I think she's I coming in. And Bobby DePaul. For not one, but two segments. We got to keep it to two segments. Yeah, it might. It might be three. We'll see. But Bobby D, I'm, I'm maybe a, maybe a special guest at the end of the show, possibly oh. a special guest who predicted this very matchup on our airwaves last Friday, and maybe Todd and Heap even as well. and even pined for it. Yeah, he did to be the it. man. You got to beat the man. Yes, he did. I might as well just say he, Westmore he, might he, be joining. He us. Rick flared it before before uh, <laughs> Lamar, and maybe he'll give a shout out to Crybaby Vic Fangio, who left the Dolphins to go to the Eagles. Bobby D or Governor Westmore? Bobby D. Yeah, I don't think Governor yeah, Westmore yeah, is going to. That gonna, would be, yeah, be, be something. Actually. He would really be a P1 if he, <laughs> yeah, he, he took a shot yeah, at crime, yeah, baby. Yeah, that would be great. Vic Fangio, that would be awesome. <laughs> Governor, wow. Yeah, you listen. Hey, coming up next, keep it locked in because BFD is coming up next and T-Bone's going to keep you locked into everything going on with the Ravens as they get ready for the AFC Championship game on Sunday. Remember, you can hear the game, Westwood One's coverage of the AFC Championship game right here at 3 on 105.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.